Time travelers, welcome to another bonus episode of Read It and Weep. We've got another edition of Ezra Credit, where I call up my good friend Ezra, and we talk about something that the Meat Buddies have voted for us to watch. Ezra, of course, is joining me from the Bay Area, the best Ezra in podcasting. That's what I always say. <laughs> uh, I mean, Ezra Klein is probably better. No, I specifically <laughs> that was an Ezra Klein insult that was directed at him, and because I can't name a third. Uh, I mean, the corpse of Ezra Pound might podcast. Everyone has a podcast these days. I don't think days. that there's a big corpse podcasting scene. Um, that that's you know Ezra. About. I'm Alex. I'm here in North Koreatown, Los Angeles. And um, thanks for joining me, Mr. Credit. Let's get right into it because we have so much to do. Please, um, please. Mr. Credit is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Ezra. We, uh, so we, each month we put up a topic, uh, or we put up um, a theme and a bunch of ideas in that theme for our Meat Buddies to vote on. Meat Buddies, of course, all of you, we couldn't do this without you. If you want to join us uh, in voting on these topics, you can become a Meat Buddy and help keep the show limping down the tracks. Go to Metreon.com. Did we get hit by a train and can we not get leave? I, yeah, um, we were floating for a while, and I think we oh. just got tired, and now we're li- we're like a pigeon where we like got tired of flying, and now we just kind of hop across the street. Uh, just okay. I hope I hope we know that it's not safe there to be in the street. No, it is not. But um, in our case, it's not the street. We are in like an abandoned railroad tracks. No one is on this path with us. Are there any? Are there any hobos riding the rails? Going? Doesn't this music stop at some point? Nah. I just, oh. I just stopped it. Anyway, sorry. Hobos riding the rails. Oh, with those um, water pump tra- trains. Oh, yeah, the back and forth where they press it and then you press it and then I press it. This is a weird spoiler, but you know, um, in the first Hardy Boys novel, yeah. uh, the main bad guy like goes so fast on one of those that he dies. Wow. Like he gets in a train accident and it's just him by himself pumping the water pump train car and then he like goes around a bend and goes flying off and he dies, but not before he can confess to all of the crimes because it turns out the Hardy <laughs> boys don't do any of the work themselves. <laughs> oh, I like that it's like, as he's falling, he's like, like also, when I was 12, I stole a pack of gum. Oh, I read the school election when I was 14. Wait, wait, I got some more stuff in here. He like gets knocked out. He's in a, he's in a coma. And then uh, uh, Mr. Hardy, the, the Hardy boy's dad, who does all the real work in the series, he like is waiting in the hospital room and the guy wakes up and is like, yeah, I did the crimes. And then he falls asleep again and then does not wake up. That's, and... that's me always when I'm, you know, when someone wakes me up, I will confess. If, if you let me go back to sleep, I will confess to anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. Do I get 45 minutes of snooze time? For okay, sure. I, I did. Was, it was me. Oh, I was the me. third gunman. <laughs> how many gunmen were there i mean yeah uh we, we'll never know depends on what you're talking about i guess yeah. anyway so we have three micro topics this time around so the meat buddies we thank all of them for their support the meat buddies were voting on kids shows and ezra you nominated 15 or so shows that your <laughs> kids had watched and the meat buddies voted among them and we couldn't help decide between the top three so we watched three single episodes of three different shows uh the magic school bus rides again Paw Patrol and Gravity Falls. So we're going to go in that order, um, which is not ascending order because Paw Patrol is the worst. But let's jump in with The Magic School Bus Rides Again, the 2017 Netflix reboot um, slash continuation reboot of the classic 90s American Canadian animated children's educational program 
based on the Scholastic book series of the same name. And we just watched the pilot episode, season one, episode one of Magic School Bus Rides Again. Let me I, jog your memory as I don't know when you watched this. Uh, last night. Last night. Okay. So, but for then people at home who have not seen this, let me give you a quick micro summary of the Magic School Bus Rides Again pilot. Miss Frizzle's voice is too expensive, so her character leaves the elementary school for a job as a professor, a common promotion among elementary school teachers. She leaves her classroom, her students, her haunted science bus, to her younger sister who is, and I think this is the only way to say this, too hot. (laughs) Hot Frizz whisks the kids away on a haunted magic bus uh, on an adventure to the most fragile ecosystem on Earth, the Galapagos Islands, where a stupid boy named Arnold who is afraid of change, acts out by bringing a plant from Little Shop of Horrors and leaving it on the Galapagos Island, destroying it. Hot Frizz enacts some casual time travel, corrects the mistake, and earns the respect of her class. I When I recommend this one, I f- totally forgot there's a, a time travel storyline here also. Isn't that a, we have two out of three of these are time travel storylines. Well, and also, also, Paw Patrol gender politics are out of the 50s, so... <laughs> Oh man, Wait, you you think the only girl dog being all pink is a problem? Is that is that difficult? I I am I have a lot of issues with all of these. Um, I have some, you can't, but you can't you can't be mad at Paw Patrol when we're in the middle of Magic School Bus portion. Oh, I can segment. do two things. <laughs> I always I have time to be mad at Paw Patrol at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we're focused on uh, the time travel of uh, Hot Frizz. First of all. Are your have your kids watched Magic School Bus Rides again? Yes, absolutely. And how do they feel about them? They like it. I I feel like it's a very confusing, it's a very confusing place to start for anyone who was not a kid of the eighties and nineties because this pilot's like it's just fan service where you know yeah. like the where um yeah basically just Arnold is just the the audience proxy uh like I'm actually in, uh, where and it's just like hey guys it's it's okay it's okay we got Kate McKinnon it's still good. And like, look, don't worry. Like, Lily Tomlin's there. She's it's still her. She's not she, gonna do as much. She's got. She's going off to better things. She yeah. didn't leave. She's she got promoted to professor. <laughs> um. Yeah. Which is weird because she leaves her bus behind, which was like her main teaching tool. So her college kids are not going to get the best frizz. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good point. Um. What... I just assume it's because we can't afford Lily Tomlin. I added that part, but I no, just no, assume. She... She's in 26 episodes. She's there. Is she really? I mean, that, that's why did they get rid of her? Why did they bring the hot sister? So you're saying in a world where you can, you know, have a hot sister, you just say like, no, I'm good. Well, it's just you're okay. The writers sit down and they're like, we have this beloved character and we have a voice we can afford. And what if we just made her hotter? I, 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 look, I, I don't know. Is, this is what I'm. Is this for the? Is this for the kids, or is this sort of like where you do jokes about orthopedic pillows for the parents to laugh at? Is this like is hot teacher like is that uh, service for the adults? I don't want to know this. Why is she so hot, Ezra? That's my first thing that I just I, can't look, get over. Look, I will say this. Like, I I think she is. I mean, definitely like hotter. Uh, but like, I think this is like I don't know. But I, I might I need more my, more of like you know like I want the meat buddies to tell us like. If this is like, if she is like dangerously hot, or if it's like Alex, we've like found like the perfect like overlap of the things that like you, like that are <laughs> like oh, you know, well, the time travelers, t- time travelers with an iguana on their shoulder is like actually. Oh the man, thing what if that's it? What if it's just me? Um, I mean, I loved Miss Frizzle, uh, Ms. Frizzle. I just I don't know if I, 
I just, but she was like, she was like weird and delightful. And then the new one, they just gave her like bigger eyes and she's more like more shape fitting outfits. Like they clearly, like whether or not this is just designed for me, she definitely was intentionally enhanced for this series. I mean, I think they also like, they professored up like the, 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 I mean, I think Ms. Frizzle's like, uh, I don't know, like Indiana Jones, like, you know, like sort of like tunic-ish vest thing, like maybe just isn't doing as many favors. Well, but Miss Frizzle was known for her absurd science print dress. And then her younger sister comes in and she's just wearing like just normal hot adult clothes. No, no, no that's a wild, that's a wild, like the, the well, a fun with skirt a, with, a, with a full hot, garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But her top is like, like somebody is animating her curvy parts on purpose on this kids show, and I just feel weird about that. I feel like this is this. Is, I don't know, man. That's like that's like you're you're like you're you're really thinking you're. I feel like we might be fixing on the parts that are are you know it's like it's not it's. Not I didn't want to fix it. I thought we would agree with this and move on, but now you you're disagreeing with me is freaking just, me out. All right, well, look, look, it's just, this is Magic School Bus, and the real question is: Is the bus hotter? And we can all say yes, <laughs> the for bus sure, is definitely hotter. <laughs> The bus has gotten too hot. They definitely hotened everything. <laughs> those those curves there, I mean the fenders, and just like <laughs> I here's here's what I wonder is um uh, my main takeaway from this is that these kids are so jaded. First day of school, three minutes in, they're like, ugh, nothing magic's happened yet. Can we please travel somewhere in time and space? Like they don't they don't give a shit about school if it's not magic. Mm. That that's a, like that's asking so much they have magic inflation kind of yeah yeah maybe do you do you so your kids are a little confused by it do they enjoy the idea of I mean, a I school think, bus that can go inside arnold's body i mean who wouldn't like that <laughs> <laughs> um no no i think that that, that the pilot maybe just didn't make as much sense uh on the whole for them you know given that like they this is like the first time they've ever seen this maybe uh and then it's like hey we're, we're changing everything you know uh so that that's weird but i think on the whole that everything else makes sense it's 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 solid like that and i it seems like they have good science uh, it seems all right this one was like ecosystems and what you're allowed to bring into it although the moral of the story was like plants destroy ecosystems new teachers make ecosystems still good yeah and and as do bees as do bees yeah i mean the bees example i thought was like it was like they were like let's list times where you bring in a new species and it really helps the ecosystem bees <laughs> miss frizz's hot sister did i mention bees like that was their only examples of that and also the bees one is like i don't know a little bit questionable still really well i mean i don't know enough about this but i felt like that was maybe a, a like if you just brought bees to the galapagos you wouldn't be like oh finally this island is perfect i you know what you you tell me a place i will bring some bees there and we'll see what people say right I think it's the like only this, reason we this need this so many bees is because we've done other things to the monoculture in our american ecological system but that i could be wrong about that Look, we didn't it is science literally person. like the sugar is free all right, I don't. <laughs> like you can't, you can't be like, oh, hey, like we have the same situation we had before, but now everything blooms more, uh, like it you know, gets more fruit, and also on top of that, like free sugar, like bees okay, are great. But does it not affect you that that sugar came out of something's butt? Uh, it's not. No, it's not, butt sugar. Like it's not. It's not just butt sugar, dude. I feel like you are really misunderstanding how bees work, <laughs> and as soon as I can bing this, I will correct you. <laughs> but in a way. <laughs> 
You know, I feel okay, like there's, so, there's, there's some saliva stuff happening. Like it's not just butt sugar, dude. It's basically butt sugar. I think we could. I think the internet will agree with you if you go. I mean, just go well, Google butt sugar and you'll know. Um, I'm pretty sure Google honey bee butt sugar is going to get me <laughs> the worst thing ads. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk about the time travel. So they do. So the kid ruins the Galapagos Islands, and then the frizzes are like, "Don't worry, we have a time bike, and we can just pop back." change thing well first we can pop into the future and see that all seven students in this classroom have had kids of the exact same age and still live in the same school district and like look the same some, way also. and look exactly the same like there was like a breeding they're, system for these no, they're kids clones. they're all just clones oh my god you cloned all of the frizz kids that's <laughs> such a good point it's no because like in this like you know they just they don't they really don't like change right and like arnold's like guys right. we're all gonna be clones the clone so they all gonna... reproduce by cloning so as not to have to be a different yeah. child at all mm-hmm. not like this wow it's such a good point it's a it's a children so what is it it's children of men world right mm-hmm. um uh where no one can reproduce but they can all clone um and this is like sort of like the 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 magic school bus rides again rides again um <laughs> I the the use of casual time travel in kids shows is super fun. Um, I think this is like the great way to the the great version of time travel where it's just like, hey, let's go fix this one mistake, and none of the kids are like, should we use this time bike to do other things? Is this um, important? Do we want to? Nah, we're good. It also is weird that like essentially like a uh, a show about science and like being like good with the science is just like. Also, and the way we make all the science stuff, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just just straight magic. Yes. Yeah, whenever, whenever science happens and we do it wrong, we just magic it away. That's such a good point. That yeah, is such a confusing perspective for kids. It's sort of like if you have like a vegan restaurant that all the cooking utensils were just like marrow bones, just make made, made out of straight like lamb shanks and Look, uh, every femurs. one of these are vegetable-based meals prepared lovingly with this pig arm that I ripped off. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> Actually, it's even funnier if it's just like not ripped off. Just like just like like I just I use a whole pig to stir. Well, did you like, see? Oh man, there was this news story. We might talk about it on the podcast again later this week. But did you see? Um, today Target announced it's not using that coconut milk that is made with monkey slave labor. Oh, I don't. I don't even know where to start. I know. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there, buddy. Um, there's, there's a, there's a, uh, uh, it's called Choco, co- uh, coconut milk and PETA has been starting, is getting people upset. Costco did this earlier, um, in dropping it, but it's a, uh, uh, it's a Thai supplier of coconut milk that PETA accused of using monkeys as forced labor to pick the coconuts from the trees. And, uh, PETA believes it's unethical. And I, I guess it just, it reminds me of that where it's like, you make vegan soup good by putting coconut milk in it. That's how you get rid, make the broth taste actually decent. Mm. And like, well, but what if the monkeys had to pick it? I okay. So wait, the quote is like, yeah, they've been exploiting monkeys and lying about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's funnier to me than just want monkey transparency. That's the issue. Uh, um, also, it's like yeah. tethered, chain, they've been tethered, chained to old tires. Presumably, if they were new tires, they'd be cool with it. Um, <laughs> it's a bunch of weird, yeah, very weird specific. Yeah, these, these, these tires are not good enough for these monkeys, and you know, be honest. I just, uh, I also, I mean, uh, I am a little troubled though. At the this is a if you think if you think of monkeys doing work as being a problem, like I don't know if horses want to be ridden. Um, 
like i i feel like there's a lot of other times we use animals that we're just like anyway i, I just i'm look i'm a i'm a vegetarian myself i think we should treat animals better i just do worry about what this is opening up here's here's the thing we've all seen at least some of the planet of the apes stuff right yeah oh yeah it turned out I, great right if, no if just if i have like if there's a smallest chance that that happens i very much want to be on the side of PETA early on saying right. like hey yeah. monkeys we were like your 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 union reps um like we're trying like to get you some new tires and <laughs> you're like one of the people who always says please and thank you to your alexa so that if the Just robot uprising case. happens you appreciate alexa, you're doing great <laughs> um my last thought on uh, magic school because we have to move on is that this must be a waldorf school right only six kids in this classroom and they stay together every single year there's no way that's a normal public school if you look at the i mean the tech in that school also right like i don't i don't Seriously. know what a budget yeah um there are some other kids yeah that i remember some of the episodes you do see kids in other classrooms at some point uh, as well oh, you do okay <laughs> so it's not just it's not just six kids in the school but but yeah no they, they they have it pretty good um i guess legitimate question actually not joke question is do your kids find the educational content distracting beneficial like do they care how does that how does that actually hit them i think it's pretty good i don't know like uh like so i don't know there's a thing that you're actually looking for um uh, as a parent when you're watching stuff which is it's kind of more like this is not right but it's like kind of like like you know like like mouthfeel for like some like foods but it's like it's more like eyeball feel where it's like just like does this like kind of like go down smooth does it like does it make you feel kind of like gross after watching like multiples of them right do you feel guilty right. about like binging this and it's like this one i think like it eats clean i guess on the whole where it's like um <laughs> there's enough there's enough educational content it's not super shouty or whatever like the, the pacing feels all right um and, and i think i appreciate cool that rise again it eats clean it eats clean that's our takeaway from that all right let's come back from paw patrol uh. <laughs> All right, topic number two this week. Uh, speaking of things that would make you feel gross, if you binge them, this is the opposite, I assume. This is uh, Paw Patrol, um, the show where dogs save the day. This is, which sounds like I would like it. This is we watch specifically season four, episode sixteen, um, two segments, but especially we were there for the second part. You wanted us to watch Sea Patrol, pups save the pier. So let me give you a micro summary of this in case you don't know. Um, on the beach where the dogs rule, there's an art competition for kids, dogs, and one French guy. The French guy makes a statue out of something called jellyfish jam, which apparently is so good that sea creatures eating it will not notice that they're also eating eight-inch wide wooden poles. <laughs> so the crabs, as we all assume they would someday, rise up, uh, eat the posts holding up the pier, and the pier dangles dangerously into the water. And so the team, the Paw Patrol team, springs into action using a series of aquatic construction equipment vehicles and a new post that the boat poops out and fix the pier. And then the French guy is eaten by a bear. That's the show. Will be off camera later. Yeah, it's off camera. Yeah, we see the bear run at him because he made a new painting. He was like, oh, jellyfish jam, too dangerous. I'm going to make this one out of poop sugar. Yeah, well, and you, but you also see it's like, hey, uh, bees were great, right? Uh, they yeah, got they a bear this- to eat a French guy later on. <laughs> when the french guy's uh, annoying not just that you should eat a french guy don't, don't the other half of this episode was where the beach was too crowded and yep. so uh mayor mcstrongman sends a steampunk sharp shark full of cats 
uh, to terrorize the populace of his city. And so the militarized dog police force uh, attacks the shark and leaves the mayor and then like saves the beach and sentences the mayor to six minutes of community service. I, I have so many problems with this world up and this down. This show is so bonkers. What is, okay. So, so do your kids like this one a lot? This one, you watch this one because I've watched this one so much. Or like, <sighs> I don't know if I've seen like all of it. Like, I saw this like mosaic style, which is like I saw two minutes of it at a time, five hundred <laughs> times, and a piece it together. Piece together what was going on in the yeah. Like I've had I mean, to do things. I never had to watch the through whole thing before. It's not a lot of plot development, but this one. So the thing you're talking about, the mouthfeel a second ago. Mm-hmm. This one does not eat clean. There's no. There's no positive content to it. It's just a couple of caricatures and then these insane robot dog machines, and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I don't like, so, so this is, this, this is um, a whole specific, there's multiple genres kind of like mashed up in here, I guess. So one is like the, um, uh, like rescue agencies, uh, like sort of like team up. Um, genre so there's a lot of like this kind of stuff which i yeah and i get kids are into that kids like um, kids like trucks kids like rescue yeah, things yeah this is one of the i think the worst uh versions of it so like there there's um i i prefer uh like so the the transformers rescue bots is i think a really fun version of this it has like some serialization of it uh lavar burton does one of the voices like um like it, there, there's a lot better stuff in it basically if you like if you like different kind of like rescue vehicles, um, like doing stuff, um, mm-hmm. Paw Patrol is a very bad version, uh, I think, on the whole. It's so bad. I the, I have watched, not this episode, but I'd watched a couple episodes of Paw Patrol with my nephew a little while back when he he was very excited about it. And it is, it's. I think it's what makes parents hate kids shows because it's just, it seems so cheaply done. Like the writing isn't trying, the animation isn't trying, the characters don't make any sense. But it's just like the right amount of visual robots for kids, I guess. Is that like what? What do you kids? What do your kids see in it? What do they talk about liking about Paw Patrol? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's so there's a thing that happens in a lot of these uh, where they have this like stock animation stuff that happens again and again. So like the, mm-hmm. the transforming parts, uh, you know, um, like that's that's I think just it's comforting. And you like that, yeah. Paw Patrol, go, go. Go right, go yeah, right. And right. They say, like, right. Um, side note, and that I, does I, save a lot of money in the animation department. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's a lot of just chanting and and, and doing it. And I, I've, I've, my dream was that like they have a problem, but they like you know everyone they they unwittingly unleash everyone like one at a time, and the problem has already you know gone from like you know from bad to like you know unsalvageable by the time they actually get out there. That's <laughs> the thing that I want, where it's like you know, by the time you go from like from Marshall all the way to Zuma, like. Yeah, like just you know, like the, it was like, the mayor is dead. Deploy there. Yeah. <laughs> we have three. We have thirty seconds to save the mayor, and they're like, "I'm sorry, our intro sequence is thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> we got to do all of it." Yeah, um, I do wonder about the mayor, and also why the entire emergency system is run by a teenage boy yeah, and his yeah. team of dogs. Is that ever explained or explored? No, that is one of my issues. I, I think Ryder is. I think Ryder is at most twelve. Uh, yeah, like really, right. <laughs> he seems too young. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how he got in charge. He's a ten year old boy. He, I don't know how he got in charge of all these things. Um, uh, yeah, like uh, uh, oh. Also, side note though, this is one for their benefit. Uh, if you go to pawpatrol.fandom.com, 
Uh, the cursor turns into a paw. Yeah. That's well, not that's, that's not the show's credit. That's fandom. It's an independent website and a group of hardworking wiki contributors. Wait, uh, no, I think it's actually it's 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 monkeys. Uh, they're all uh, <laughs> <laughs> old tires. Oh man, just sitting there typing wiki articles. It, yeah. it has to be almost infinite monkeys, I think, to get it to get them right. But eventually, they'll get Shakespeare also. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but that's in the public domain, so you can just grab it. Do you? Uh, okay. Yeah. So I don't. I guess... So I, I don't like that. So I don't like that that twelve year, uh, a ten year old boy somehow is in charge of all these like you know. Uh, talking dogs which is like uh and and that somehow this is the good plan and then also you have like one clearly evil mayor and one mm-hmm. very inept mayor uh yes like and i don't uh, um i don't like that uh that cats seem to be bad also in this world and dogs are good and that well, that's, are... that's reasonable because dogs rule and cats drool you know what's crazy dogs drool so much more yeah, they do. I think I actually was saying it backwards. Um, cats rule and dogs rule. I think that's the line because um, they're drooling. Uh, I I want to say this is from uh, uh, what's the movie where the cat and the dog go on a long adventure? Two dogs oh. and a cat. Yeah, it's two Homer dogs Bound. and a cat. Homeward Bound. Um, I think. Anyway, the point is, uh, yeah, that's weird. It, it, are there other kids, or is it just one? Like, are the rest of the world adults, and then just this one kid and his talking dog group? Um, I feel like I've seen other kids at some point, um, but they don't matter. I'm going to say on the whole, it's definitely not about them. Like there's no one else who like, like, um, who, who, yeah, there's no one else who's important, I guess, really. Um, I, I guess the one thing that I could see being satisfying for the, the right age of kids is just like they introduce a problem and then they solve it. And then it is, that's it. They just, it's very straightforward from problem to solution um I, and look i don't this is not i want to say it's good but a better version sometimes they occasionally have like a supercharged one also where like in addition to them already being able to like talk and like control vehicles um the dogs sometimes get powered powered up by like a meteor or something like that and then they have superpowers as well what yeah okay um, this is a common thing also where it's like you'll have the show and then you'll have a supercharged version basically as right. well um uh so it's like there's a dino trucks and there's a dino trucks like supercharged sarah's nodding okay good um yeah so it's it just it's a way it's like it's like a it's you know it's like a rides again kind of thing um you know but like but now like the hotter sister is you do you <laughs> that's a nice takeaway <laughs> the hotter sister is you the hotter sister is you do you okay? Here's here's a question from Jay, uh, a meat buddy who was voting on this uh, topic. I, Jay wants to hear our hot takes on Paw Patrol in the current climate of concerns with police actions. Uh, um, I mean, I know I, I do remember early on in the pandemic being in a writers' meeting where one of mm-hmm. our friends tweeted, "Defund Paw Patrol." Um, so uh, one of the earlier people to make that joke. Uh, what is the what what is your feeling about showing your kids hero police officer shows? I I care more about the gender issues, I guess, because like he doesn't really do like a lot of cop stuff on the whole. Like he has a net, I guess, and and also I'm annoyed that every every cop, uh, one of these, um, is always named Chase. Like, it's always uh, so like Wait, what... any, like so anytime there's a police character in one of these kids shows. They're always named oh, Chase. Oh, not not there's not there's not a variety of police characters in this show named Chase. You're saying every show that has a police character they're named Chase. 
Yeah, because they always are looking for like a pun around the thing they do, you know. Well, that brings up another question that I want to ask: Is do kids like puns? They're fine. With How them. do you, they don't like? Really, it's it's more for it comes us. Up a lot in these shows where it's like the dog is like on a ball and then is like, "I just had a ball," and then the dogs laugh. Like, do kids enjoy that? I think it's more just like they understand that there's a thing happening and that like you're supposed to react to it. It's more. It's like it's like more of like pulling out a chart, like, "Hey, this is what a joke could look like." Um, and, and like the the parents are like, it's like, well, they did some writing. That's, that's, (laughs) that's kind of how it feels on the whole. All right. So tell me more about the gender issues in Paw Patrol. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't love that. Yeah. Like that all of the, like all of the, the, the characters generally who are doing stuff like, you know, the vast majority. And there's, I think a couple other, you know, side ones that weren't in this one, but like, you know, they're, they're all dudes, uh, like, and like you just, what about the crazy little chicken lady? Yeah, no, no, no. But like, I'm saying, like, of all like the of all the dogs, right? Like, I think, like, I think some of the evil cats, like, are, are maybe like a uh, uh, female, right? Like, sure. Uh, so the ev- the the crazy mayor and the evil cats, those are the women in the show. Well, right, and then we have an evil mayor also. Uh, he's right. a dude. But yeah, but like, you know, it's like, look, it's it's Ryder. The main the main stuff is like it's Ryder, it's Chase, it's Marshall. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think like there's like a couple there might be like one other one besides sky but like yeah just like the, the one pink one like that the, 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 the token sort of like uh pink one didn't do anything in the episode i saw um what is her deal um sorry what what who did what uh, sky didn't do anything oh. in, in our episode what uh, is yeah, sky's I mean, deal flies Again, she flies yeah grab oh, stuff right, of course yeah. right um she's a cockapoo apparently Oh, I didn't know. I didn't see. I didn't know the actual like like. I, I don't know what everyone is. Um, yeah, well, um, you know, Marshall is a Dalmatian because he's a fire dog, and Chase is probably the uh, is a German Shepherd, I would guess, because he's a police dog. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, that sounds about right. There seems to be one called Everest sometimes. Yeah, which yeah is, I like Everest. She's like a um, uh, anyway, snow dog, whatever they are. Uh, a husky. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like I like Everest because yeah, it's like Everest uh, is not a like not stereotypically like uh, like gendered with like you know uh, like uh, girl clothing basically. Girl Wait, Sky is wearing eyeshadow. She has like she has uh, or not eyeshadow. Uh, the um, anyway, she has yeah, she has like makeup mascara, on. like the, like the extra She's got like, mascara on. She's a dog with mascara. Yeah, they'll they'll. I don't know. If, I saw this in my, my My Little Pony, where it's like, depending how feminine uh, they want the characters to feel, they will add more eyelashes. So it's like yeah. you can like kind of like rank. Like so, like Applejack has like way fewer eyelashes than um, oh. uh, uh, Rarity, for example. I think. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, so you just like more more yeah, girl mean, like, dogs so, doing stuff. Yeah, like like it's just I I I like I I would I would if you can do some like. Break out of some like some what are like the gender norms I guess for you know uh, this is a stereotypical like you know uh, male role like I, I would like that uh, modeling for sure um, for sure like it, that, that, that's 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 one of the that's one of the things that, that that gets me I mean everything else is just stupid like where it's like why why are these kids in charge and stuff um, I do I think that like, the 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 chase is like the only problem with uh, you know, that we, we need to defund in Paw Patrol because, like, we generally we like mountain rescue and people, and we like we have no problem with. I guess Rocky is a recycling truck dog or whatever. Like most of the, yeah, uh, uh, no one hates the Coast Guard. Like most of these are like good organizations. Also, yeah, no, it's not. They're not. They're not. 
there are actually i think i would say they're doing on the whole like the they're doing uh work that is not a problem i guess right um like it's it's a good it's a good it's like oh yeah this is good this is good publicly funded work it's weird that it's sort of like more of like a private uh i guess uh thing that's happening and yeah that it's it's a 10 year old oh, boy that's true. Uh, yeah. so I, I like i think it's 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 weird uh but i i don't no one's gonna say that they're doing bad jobs they shouldn't i say they should not be the ones only in charge of it on the whole yeah um, i think my issue is that you don't like i don't want i don't like shows that are making it seem like the main job of police officers is to rescue people in trouble on the beach or whatever like if you're making it seem like this is the bulk of the job you're covering over what they're actually doing yeah and so i guess and, it, right right so it's like maybe maybe this is like not there's not actually the really well maybe there's some crime there's like some detective work i think it does at some point but but yeah I, I think on the whole it is maybe like giving like a, a, a rosier picture i guess uh to to like feeling good about the police uh like good police propaganda but yeah it's it's more this like service uh service and rescue stuff uh propaganda on the right. whole and, and dog right. propaganda for sure i mean the real propaganda is that a bunch of different government organizations are communicating clearly that's yeah that's the inter- that, interdepartmental communication is a uh, highly fictionalized in this series um but uh, on the other hand like the elected officials like largely either evil or incompetent or both so yeah that's interesting too although i that that also bothers me that the people who are actually like trying to do public service are not getting are, are depicted terribly mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't like the portrayals, but mostly it's just the show is just inane. It's so frustrating. Um, uh, I do like that one of the dogs uh, made a painting using his backpack paint gun and called the painting Marshall Goes Sploosh. Yeah, that was... That they was have to awkward. know, right? They have they also have seen Archer, right? They know. <laughs> that was for us. Maybe. It's pretty it's Archer. I think this <laughs> oh, episode. Okay. Uh, but, but, but yeah, I, I, I guess I would also... Um, I also do have a problem with how Cavalier Marshall is specifically with going stuff and putting stuff in his water uh, gun. Like he puts like fish crackers in there and like um, oh. there's like. Oh, yeah. Uh, the shark one. Yeah. So I mean, it's just, it's, it, water is a very small part of it, in which case it's just like I don't I don't know what mechanics allow this thing to, to function. So anyway. No, I'm, and also if you just put paint in your water gun, you're never going to shoot just clean water ever again. No. That no. will ruin it forever. Yeah, and you got painty, um, painty fish crackers. Anyway, they're, they're, it's it's a mess. They're, they're, look, all right. kid, kids and puppies should not be in charge of everything. That, 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 should that. not. I like pu- I like puppies, but I would like to keep them in their lane. All right, let's move to something a little bit more pleasant. I'll be right back in fall. one second as I put this loaf of bread in. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Never mind. We're good. Perfect. All right, loaf of bread uh, accomplished. So, topic number three. Gravity Falls, and you've mentioned this before as a show, a kid's show that you actually like, and I 100% can see why. Um, Immediately, you just see the care in this show and that this show is well-designed and well-built. So uh, we watched season one, episode nine, The Time Traveler's Pig. It's available on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Here's my micro summary for The Time Traveler's Pig. Um, Having never seen any Gravity Falls. Okay, so there are two twins with a creepy uncle who owns a fair and sorry the girl creepy great uncle creepy great uncle sure uh the girl twins uh the girl twin is in love with a pig and they are together a boy twin is in love with a human woman but she's in love with someone else um so the two use a time machine to go back and fix his relationship 
but unfortunately him porking windy means the pig becomes pork and girl twin is sad and alone um they jump around in time a bunch of times and the boy learns a lesson and uh girl gets to keep her pig and uncle stan stan drowns grunkle stan grunkle stan sorry grunkle stan drowns um i did not catch that originally so i appreciate the corrections it does seem like another one where like they kind of imply the adult dies at the end off screen so i like that (laughs) i mean there was very little water (laughs) but he didn't he seemed like he was not getting back out um yeah so you picked this one on purpose uh but tell me about gravity falls and this episode in particular so i i think so sarah and i started watching this we did have caleb i think but uh at the time but he was definitely not watching age and it was just the one that like i I kind of pitch this as it's basically it's, it's it's deeply serialized. It's sort of like a like a kid version of Lost a little bit. Um, I was going to say it feels a little bit like uh, Kid X Files in this episode. Yeah, but... totally. Yeah, okay. that, that's all up in there. Uh, um, and just like, sort of deeper, you know, longer term mystery stuff. I mean, Kristen Schaal does great voice work. Um, Kristen Schaal is the best voice of all time. She's yeah. so delightful, and her this episode of just and all her character wants is a pig, and then they're just friends. Mm-hmm. It's so clear and just just pure delight. I I think I remember now why I heard about this. Uh, I think it was there's a podcast I was listening to a while back. I think it was called The Writers Room, and I think they had the creator. Uh, I think Alex Her- Alex Hershon, and basically, yeah. yeah, he was saying that like the way we want to do it is like that you sort of have this you have a family element uh, and you have a supernatural element, and like one reveals the other basically, and it, it, that felt very um, mm-hmm. kind of familiar to to Buffy in some ways, where it's like they have like basically like, there's a group dynamic issue and there's sort of like some supernatural thing, um, and you can see like why they picked these two problems and they sort of like they sharpen each other throughout the and you kind of like have to solve them both basically in order to to, to fix it um it's just it's so immediately apparent the look is cool and then it just feels like there is care in this writing i mean obviously hiring better voice talent means you have more money and is and is going to help make things better but it just seems like a show that was made with intentionality and it's just just so delightful um, and, and I think that other stuff, I mean, the, the, oh, and that was, the, and that, this was actually the first episode I think that I remember them talking about in that, that podcast. And they said like, you know, for this one, uh, I don't think I'm going to spoil it much. Basically, they, yeah, they, they end up with a pig um, and they, they wanted to have basically real consequences that lasted throughout the whole, um, like the whole show as a result. And so like going forward, you know, like Wendy is with Robbie as a result and uh, Waddles is always with Mabel as well. Like, oh, oh, cool. So it just like it it like the the idea of like them and not just being like a hard reset after every single episode that I yeah. think that it gives it like extra weight in a way that you wouldn't usually have for like a show that's kind of like targeted at you know I'd say like that you know ten to to twelve year old range and like but also it's cool that like this this and that was the other thing you know maybe you know, Caleb has probably watched this you know, the full kind of run of the series, like multiple times doing during like this past year as well. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, also playing well at his age. Yeah. The, so he totally likes worry it. About is that if I like it. Maybe that does mean that they're sacrificing other things because I didn't like Paw Patrol. Yeah, no. So no, it totally goes like, I, I think it's just like with extra care, like you can totally go like, you know, both, you know, hit the kid zone and like also like you know, hit the adult zone at the same time. And like, it's, it's great. Um, uh, so I think that, that, that stuff like on, um, just a lot of things like happening at the same time that I really like. And, and they do some really good stuff about like, this is kind of like more of like a one-off in some ways where it's like, but they have like their deeper kind of like mysteries throughout the entire world that they really spend a lot of time trying to get into. There's um, like, like a lot of like, just like unnecessary clues that if you really want to get into it, you totally can like the, um, the 
sort of vanity card at the end of the credits has like a bunch of like sort of like looks like gibberish but it's like actually you know it's code you can crack the code and like it gives clues kind of like throughout the overall history like there's a lot of stuff kind of there that it's basically it's a lot better than it has to be um it's it's exactly what i was it's better than it has to be i like that a lot about it and there's there are jokes there are some punny things but mostly there's like there's a couple of like actual fun jokey jokes um you mentioned winning the pig and i think this is just a great where she goes there's a guess your guess this pig's weight and uh he's like no one will guess the weight of old 15 pounder anyway and then it's 15 pounds and she wins a pig and it's just a great way to get that pig to her and also make her seem smart and it's uh it's just a very fun surprise um also the the whole thing is that the fair that grunkle stan got the cheapest fair money could buy i spared every expense It's a great line, a great line. Uh, and a great like character. I also like there's a bit of danger to it. Like he's oh, like yeah. pretty evil. And then there is like it does feel like the consequences. There are partially because there's not hard resets, but also just like it's not just, oh, he went back in time and solved the problem. And now it's fine. It's like if he went back in time and solves this problem, it cost his sister something. So there were actual interesting consequences that there that there weren't in, say, hot frizz. Yeah, no, I, I think that's right. Or like you, 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 you basically you're you're really testing like the how much do you want the thing that you want in this one, uh, and like so a real dilemma, right? So it's like um, ultimately, right? Like that you know, uh, Dipper decides that like oh, Mabel's happiness is more important here, basically, and like that to have a, a real cost that gives that decision weight, and you you see that. Really and he doesn't matter. want to decide that. It, it, yeah, at great personal cost, and there's that's another really good gag where he's like. Uh, I'm going to time travel 10 minutes in the future and you'll have gotten over this. And then she's still crying. And he's like, how about 45 minutes? How about a month? And then she's still in the same place crying. And there's like a tour that goes by. And I was like, this is the sad lady. Anyway, it's just, it was a great joke, but also showed that this was like, he was fighting really hard. Not, he didn't just give up easy. So it actually felt like if you were writing a good normal show, the way you would write choices and consequences. So it felt like it felt like a good, like a really impressive group of writers actually doing this right. Yeah, totally. Um, other color things to like, basically. Um, so uh, the time traveler, uh, Blendon Blandon, uh, was voiced by Justin Roiland, the creator of uh, Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I did notice that he um, was um, Morty specifically. Yeah. Uh, who is also Rick? Oh wait, he's he's both. Yeah. Wait, Rick and Morty is the same dude. I didn't realize that. Yeah, totally. Crazy. And that. Uh-huh. Um it's I mean uh well, also I mean uh so uh Alex Hirsch and and is, is um he is Grunkle Stan he's also um uh Seuss uh if you um uh, the guy with the the big question mark shirt uh who's like the handyman uh, friend. Um oh, okay. yeah you basically have the like, doubling up of like main characters uh to to save To be clear he is he is doing the voice of Morty. He sounds like Morty. Okay, yes. That's yeah. true. Uh slightly slightly older like little older Morty. But but yeah, um and uh also I love that he's he's a time traveler from the year uh 2012. Yeah, uh, which is up there with my favorite fake numbers I've ever heard. It has, and, and for anyone uh, who hasn't seen this, the way it's written out is like 207 with a with an enye uh, on top of it. <laughs> Uh, zero one two, uh, which is pretty great. Pretty far. Um, um, that's. I'm trying to think of other fake numbers that I really enjoy. The first one that comes to mind, obviously, is Slevin. Lucky yeah. number Slevin. Yeah. Um, um, there's got to be more. Come on, Bing best fake numbers, real quick. <laughs> uh, I've I had I yeah I can't remember anyway. At least, but it's up best, there. Best fake numbers for Tinder. All right. Uh, well, it's a different issue. <laughs> 
I think <laughs> you're down a different rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just the 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 the, the jokes being way better than they have to be. Um, like like the, the, all the jokes are generally character motivated as well. Like you know, yes. you really, yes. the, the, so it feels just like this is like a. Um, it wouldn't have to be animated uh, for this for this to work, um, um, and it wouldn't have to have the supernatural elements for it to work. I think the core of it was just like this is like two siblings who care about each other a lot and like have to, but have to like that you have to sort of like prioritize, and those are you know costs involved, and like they just do. It's really well focused, I think, on the whole. I think just all of the episodes are very highly plotted. I would say I haven't done a ton of children's theater, but I did work in a children's. Uh, um... Uh, improv show for a little while and one thing that people who would jump in and jump out would assume is that what kids want is like the stupidest wackiest accents and what it seemed what I, my experience is what actually makes kids laugh the most is when somebody clearly wants something and then the joke comes from their desire they are either they are either granted it like mabel with uh with the pig situation or they're they're uh frustrated by it and both of those are extremely funny and those are also how you do a lot of adult jokes but it's like you just have to make them a little more clear in their desires make it less subtle but i think that's the kind of thing that is probably i assume is more fun than the puns for for kids watching this is when characters want something and then either get it or don't get it in a fun way yeah, I think that's right. And like then you you know you get to like there are other you can get other like pun jokes that happen on top of it. But like really if, if people are making pun jokes from this, it's because like that is sort of like like Uncle Stan will make a pun because he is like that is kind of like part of his like sort of like showmanship and like you know like his corniness of the character. And so like it's all all the things are like motivated basically. That the the jokes if someone means to make a joke, it means something also basically in uh, like for their characters, like they, they're doing it for a specific reason. It's not just because you're like, oh, I got to put a joke in to, to speed it up. Um, so this is uh, a, we're going to say gravity falls eats clean. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like go back. This is a place where you like, you want to like, you go back to this restaurant, you order anything off the menu, you take other people there. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I like, I've watched the whole season, like, like whole series, like multiple times. It's like, there's a lot of really good stuff. There's interesting stuff. in like the first, it's, it was like, uh, there's sort of like a first half and a second half. Um, and like there's 40, 40 episodes overall. And just like, they do a really good job. Uh, I, uh, it's a thing that I'm always really excited to, to like, down to tell people about just cause I, I think it's, um, yeah, it, it's kind of like that Ted Lasso, like better than it has any right to be. And like, yes, yes. It just has a lot of delight there, basically. All right. Really quick, before I let you go, I want to do one more thing with you, which is that we put a bunch of things on this vote uh, on the Esther credit vote in in Meet Buddy Land in, in, in Metreon. And there were several things that did not get as many votes as I sort of expected. And people suggested that they might even be made up by us. So give me your like one sentence take on chip and potato. Okay, so Chip um, is a pug, and Potato is a little mouse who acts as a stuffed animal, so she can carry it around other places where mouses are mice are not usually allowed to go. Um, and you know, like I think Chip is maybe like like a, like six years old, seven years old, and like kind of like learns to make mistakes. Uh, you know, it, it's sweet. It's sort of like 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 low key uh, kind of. Uh, and I think maybe they do a fun thing where it's like they do like a ten minute episode, and then like they sort of like we'll do like a kind of a cliffhanger lead into the second ten minute episode um so oh, it's like fun. a little bit like mini continuity there all right cupcake and dino okay cupcake and dino so cupcake is a cupcake dino is a dino and they're brothers um <laughs> wait and, like same yeah same as far moms? as i know i mean like they have a grandma who's a steak like i really don't know like uh um like <laughs> grandma steak so we're uh, not teaching kids about genetics and inheritance uh, you know family is what you make it i think it's uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know what the deal is on the whole, but yeah, basically they, they do a thing called general services, which is just like, they just, they just help fix things. It's kind of like a problem of the week uh, type stuff. And, and yeah, I, I like it. It's like, it's, it's fun. It's a little like, I'd say more like kind of crazy, like maybe uh, like there's like some wildness in there and like randomness, but like it's, 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 it is, it's not, it's like, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's smart enough. Like, and that's maybe like, more like, like six to like a you 10 know, year old range. It's smart enough. All right. So then the big one is what I've been waiting to hear about. Give everybody your quick summary of Mr. Farts. Mr. Farts is a novelty song. Uh, like I guess band, um, that I have a lot of problems with. Um, <laughs> I have one obvious one. No, I mean like, look, it's fine to have music about farts. Uh, the the issue is there's a whole bunch of songs, uh, you know, by Mister Farts. Um, uh, but like, there's a there's like sort of like basically there's like reggae farts and like uh, techno farts, um, and like they're all on Spotify. Um, um, uh, and um, the uh, um, basically the, like there's and there's like farting around the house with Mister Farts. Um, Aww. and, uh, so like the weird thing is in the reggae one, you better run away. It's like the, the hook is like, you better run away from Mr. Farts, Aww. but, but in the Mr. Farts, like farting around the Cute house piece. song, um, uh-huh. uh, they're really excited. Like for someone to come over like, Hey, it's Mr. Farts in the band. And everyone's like really excited to have them come over and sort of like a cat in the hat kind of way. So I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out like, is Mr. Farts like someone you want to hang out with or not? Is he and good or is he evil? Or are there multiple fart people? Mr. Here? Farts. Oh, yeah. Is there, like, Mr. Fart. I think like one of my so, Mr. Fart, one of my Mr. Farts. I don't know which is good. Which so your bad. problem is not the obvious one. It, the, your problem is about the continuity of character of Mr. Farts himself. I can accept a world where music is like you know wrapped up with farts. I can't accept the world where there's two different Mr. Farts. One is good and one is bad. Like that's the thing that makes no sense. Inside every one of you are two different wolves. A, a fart wolf that's good and a fart wolf that is bad. All right. We have to go. Ezra, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ezra Credit. If you want to become a Meat Buddy and select what we will be watching next month, or if you regret that they did not, the Meat Buddies did not choose Mr. Farts, we did not get to go deeper into it, then you should have become a Meat Buddy. So go to Metreon.com and help choose our next Ezra Credit episode. And you can always email us suggestions, questions, comments, podcasts at read-weave.com. Thank you so much for joining me, Ezra. It's always great to talk to you. My pleasure. I think the other thing we didn't talk about was Archibald's next big thing, uh, true. which uh, is Tony Hale's uh, thing, and I, I really like that's like very good hearted. And then also there is um, uh, Little Big Awesome, uh, which has a, has like one of my favorite songs in it, uh, which is uh, the Mashball song. So, all right, all of this stuff and more is possible uh, in the future by becoming a meat buddy. Good hanging out with you. I'll talk to everybody else very soon. Bye. Psh.